0: Well hey there fellow nerds and 'er nerdwells, I'm AJ and welcome to the Adventurer's Anonymous Podcast, the home of improvised fantasy. Fuck nuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. As ever, I'm duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. So... If you're still trading your lunchbox snacks with your friends or drawing stick figure masterpieces, it's probably best to skip over us for now. Quite frankly, we don't need your parents chasing us out of town with pitchforks again. So go on, go, 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 go back to bed. As ever, I am joined by the usual band of Merry Mischief Makers. First up, coming to us live and direct from a room not far away from me, we have the highborn lady from Croydon herself. Now, Shan, I've heard it said that you shun mere sleep in favour of staying up all night and plotting the downfall of your enemies. You're more schemy than sleepy. Is there any truth to this?
1: And I need to plop. I keep, I keep little matchstick um, voodoo dolls next to my bed. I, I stay awake and imagine their demise.
0: Wow. I heard that as I don't need to plop. I thought you were so busy scheming, you just...
1: Don't need to poo. Never,
0: don't need to poo.
2: <laughs> it doesn't need to, but it still chooses to.
0: Power of a good scheme. Power of a good scheme. Next up, we have a man who is returning to your ears from a few weeks off. Dare we ask him what the hell he got up to? It's Mr. Chris Rag. Go on, spill the beans. What have you been doing? Classified. <laughs> You've got other friends. Scheming.
2: Scheming, yeah.
0: Scheming.
1: Uh,
2: I went to the lovely Brighton for the weekend last week. Ooh, was the lovely Brighton. Pleasant. Went to the beach, got some delicious cocktails, uh, had some nice. mediocre fancy food, which was disappointing. But then some mm. amazing cheap food, which is what it's all about. So... Oh no,
0: That's good. good weekend. How are the seagulls? The seagulls in Brighton are like the weaponized
2: f- Fucking gulls, man. Right, I, I, I went to Chris's a five minutes ago and the first thing I thought said was the fucking gulls! So they just would not yeah. let me sleep all night. They're out there, they're <laughs> St- Stay awake, you anchor! Stay awake, you anchor!
1: <laughs> <Frick. laughs>
3: perfect just t- t- 10 out of 10
0: across the board did in my mind you left the window open in your airbnb and they just hovered on your chest whilst you slept but i presume were they like pecking at the window or were they like
2: nah so i don't know if you have been to Briar, but like there's loads like massive bins everywhere because it's like so built up like so mm. like there's going these massive bins and those one five meters away from our room so it's on the bin like open it up
0: crazy oh well there you go channel some of that energy into D and D. All right, fuck the gulls. Maybe an early uh, option for episode name. Right, listeners, last up, we have a real treat for you. It is only the man who many consider to be ethical hipster bait. It's Mr. Chris Neal. How are you?
3: Hello, darlings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what my man says in that voice. (laughs) Hello, darling. Eat, darling, darling, eat,
3: eat. Hello. Oh my God. Hello, daddies. I'm very well. Thank you. Uh,
0: how, how are, Good. How, how are you doing? I'm all right. I've had five fucking stitches out the inside of my mouth today, which I thought was going to be uh. worse than it was, but it was all right. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. On the mend. I've also got myself a nice dark and stormy. So I'm enjoying the cocktail game tonight. Not doing badly. Right. Okay. That is all the players we're going to get for tonight so without further ado listeners go grab yourself a drink pull your chair closer to the fire and come join chris raggy shan and myself for this week's episode of the adventurers anonymous podcast so welcome back so mr rag you've been away for a fair few weeks do you want me to do a recap and then you can just ask any questions you want things have happened
2: yeah that'd be lovely
0: i disposed of you a week for a week by just having you get a really good back massage off gatsby in the village store that just seemed a really good out for your for your character but i couldn't do that for two weeks (laughs) fair enough you'd just be too slippery here we go that's your new tagline by the way getting slippery like that's going nowhere i love it here we go listeners all right last we left off with our intrepid adventurers they had boarded the sea barge lady luck and set sail across the oceans plotting a course for the ever plume underwater volcano life at sea was new to most of them allowing them a great opportunity to experience new things Belsiar, for one, took the opportunity to make new friends with the local wildlife, having a particularly memorable conversation with a friendly dolphin at one point. Later, Belsiar turned his hand to euthanizing some badly injured lobsters to make a thermidor for the adventuring party. Tati took control of the helm, steering the ship across the waves, giving a good account of himself by all accounts, as Barbara slept soundly at his feet, and Maud. Well, she opened all the crates in the hold, finding a gnomish wedding dress, before she ingeniously fashioned a spear out of an old oar. As the journey progressed, the ship encountered an unexpected crisis when the engine spontaneously burst into flames. But they swiftly managed to extinguish it, adverting disaster in the middle of the vast ocean. Now, the sea barge entered the torrid reef, carefully navigating its jutting spears of stone... Just as the day grew long, the ship unexpectedly arrived outside the gates of a floating city comprised mostly of flotsam and jetsam, named Maratopia. Seemed to be composed mostly of a motley crew of sailors and survivors. And so the party was welcomed inside the walls for parley and trade, and greeted by a salty-looking female water genocide with a tropical fish floating behind her eyes inside her head and that is where we will pick up this week's episode i imagine a lot's happened mr rag since you left the party at the little village shop in little titherton
2: yes uh, i don't think i have any questions i think i'm just gonna roll with it apart from our boat has an engine that's that's impressive yeah
0: it's a rudimentary engine i, I decided to upskill the technology a little bit, because you met a little gnome called Roger, Roger and Marjorie Squeals, and Roger had a little garden shed, and he was a bit of a tinkerer. Full disclosure, Belsior has a really, really shitty laser gun. It's like fashioned out of a thermometer, and it is a one in a hundred chance it kills you all every time he uses it.
2: It's good that Belsior has that, then.
0: And Roger was a bit of a tinkerer, so I made him make a very rudimentary combustion engine that runs off vegetable oil. So... It's not a speedboat by any stretch of the imagination, but it'll get you from A to B. Um, so, yeah, you you find yourself arriving in Maritopia. Now, you're out in the wilds of the ocean uh, on your way to one of the Emmentiles. Now, Maritopia, for the listeners who weren't here last week, anyone who's just joined us this week. It's like a haven out in the ocean. It's like a flotilla, like a floating city, and it's made up of uh, bits of higgledy-piggledy wood and metal, you know, from scrap ships and things like that. A bit of a community, a bit of a haven. Now, the crunkfuckers have been allowed inside on the understanding that they may trade. You get the feeling that the people who live in Maritopia are pretty inbred, backwards, and don't really see a lot of people. So you know, you're you're somewhere between fresh genetics, fresh blood, and the opportunity for a good tale and maybe a trade. So uh, you are now inside the walls. Now let me share with you a map, which is 3K. Chris Rag, I know, I know, I know you're always interested at the number of Ks my maps are. But
2: it's not quite enough, but I guess I'll settle.
0: That's good. Don't zoom in too much. You might get disappointed.
2: <laughs> On my 1440p phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. There you go. You might want to zoom in on that bad boy a little bit. That's Maritopia. Uh, a ocean haven. Ooh. Uh, and I can walk you through it. So there we go. So you come in the gates by A. So you can see I've labeled it up A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Uh, and you've been met on the wharf by C. By um a water genocide. Now, for you, for for those of our listeners or the players who don't know what a water uh, genocide is, it's like a spirit being, like an elemental being, composed completely of water. So, like a humanoid wearing clothes, but their skin and body is made of water. So they have hands and feet and, and a head, etc. But you can you can almost see clean through her, save for there's like a Japanese fighting fish floating around inside her head, just like waggling from side to side, living its best life. as she meets you on the dock and introduces herself and tells you that her name is Silky and she is head of security for Maritopia. Silky. Silky.
3: I just want to point out as well, uh, I have printed out the stats for the lady look, because why not? Uh, and I know that I'll definitely forget if if I don't do it.
0: Do you want me to repost that for you? It's a bloody good point, Mr. Neil. Yeah, uh, I, I put stats for your boat. In fact, refer back to Mr. Neil if you want them. We do, we do have stats for your boat. Uh, you've parked your boat up. Now you see inside Maritopia, there is lots of stuff. It's, it's a hustling, bustling, floating city. It does sort of like ebb and flow with the tide. You know, the walls go up and down on waves. It is literally floating on the top of the ocean. Um, but a nice, calm, warm place, you now, full of life. children running along gangplanks uh you see bunting across the center of it. if you look there's various flags and buntings and bits of color as you look down, you see you know just an absolute array of tarpaulin that's been erected hastily as roofs on various buildings. you see fish bones hanging from uh, various hooks. And you see... Um,
1: Are we sure they're not like human bones, That they're friendly?
0: I don't know. Make me a perception check. That so My entire cannibal storyline burst wide open here. Oh, Sexy beast. 24. Ooh,
1: 24.
0: Very much a fish skeleton. You've seen aquatic skeletons of marine-based life forms, and this, this, this lacks many of the features of a human skeleton. Definitely a fish. Possibly a shark from your experience at the Wild, you would say it is a shark. Now then, if you were to refer to your map going round A, B, C, D, E, F, G and H, I will tell you what they all are just for your own amusement and interest as Silky gives you a very quick tour before you decide what you want to do. Number A is called... Uh, the number A? What am talking about? Letter A on the left is called the Kraken's Clinic. It's a... Uh, Put together a medical centre for the uh, discerning sufferer of syphilis or those with shark bites or sunburn or scurvy. Uh, the Kraken's Clinic is where you may go. B is called the Church of the Tithe, uh, which seems to be a sort of co- a communal place of worship and where the community comes to make its offering. It seems to be quite a communist society here with everybody kind of doing their bit and and giving of their own kind of like hard work um number c letter c even dear god i want a moment the big red tent is called the risani bazaar it appears to be some sort of trove and market where things are bought and sold you see various spices fish you see lots of like um antiques And sort of like weird little bits and bobs. And, you know, anyone who's been stuck out for sea for years, there's full of curios, basically, little kind of tinkers and items and things like that 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 people who live a life abandoned out at sea find very, very curious. D is the salty spanner, which is like a boatyard come mechanics yard uh, where you can see there's a dry dock in there as somebody is patching up uh, the battered hull of a small rowing boat. E is the long, the long building is called the slumber yard, which is where a lot of the residents live, the families underneath one big patched roof. That's the slumber yard. You can see on there the only tree in the entire place, the only living plant in the entire uh, flotilla. And it's called the vitamin tree. uh, And it is an orange tree and you can see uh, it's almost worshipped. There's very little greenery here, and people are banded together to put out the little bit of dirt that they have and keep it watered. So there is one healthy tree in this entire city, the vitamin tree. Uh, G is called Tide's End, and it is the canteen, the food hall, if you will. And H, the last one, is called Whispering Tides, and it is a salty sailor's bar. Many a, many a happy maritime tale has been shared in whispering tides. Uh, you see, much like all good weather spoons, there's already various people early in the morning as it is. There's various people already. What was, what was G again? Did you say tides end? It is the canteen, the food hall, the mess hall, if you will, where you see, uh, in tides end, as you look over, you see something that I'm not 100% sure whether any of you other than Maud will have seen before. Maud, you see the form of a half-man, half-lobster. You see an Aldani chef. Uh, Here we are again. You see a lobster man with a chef's hat scuttling around, smashing bits of fish up, making some sort of like fish stew in uh, Tide's End canteen. Okay. Right, what are you all doing? as as Silky welcomes you and says, we'll be having no funny business here. You are welcome here as guests, but that welcome ends the moment you break our code. Come as our guests, trade, eat, drink, but do not pass violence or judgment upon the people of Maritopia, and you will be welcome for as long as you wish.
2: Can I, uh, can I just shake Silky's hand? I want to see if my hand goes through her hand. <laughs> I said, put it there, matey.
0: She holds onto your hand in what is kind of a firm grip. You seem to be more amazed than she is. I think she gets it a lot racially. Uh, She just shakes your hand, looking slightly bewildered as you look down. It's quite warm. The water is, you know, like when you get into your local swimming pool and it's like, you know, it's quite nice, you know, in the the paddle pool.
1: Filled with the piss of uh, children.
0: Yes, as you look closer into her, you can see very. Yes, you see a veruca sock.
3: <laughs> she's not a water genocide. She's a children's piss genocide. Yes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's ten percent children's piss plasters, veruca sock, and a Japanese fighting fish.
1: That fish is fighting for its life. It's not fighting for anything else.
0: Yeah, that's why it's up in the head. Piss sinks, like the fish is staying above the um, veruca sock. The piss in silky. Yeah, Silky says you're, you're welcome. You're welcome to, uh, if you've come to trade, um, if you've come to just have a bit of fun, but as long as you stay, you stay on the right side of the law, you're perfectly fine. As you look up on the, you can see there's a walkway around various parts of Maritopia and you see there's cannons for defense and you see various sentries walking with rudimentary homemade crossbows guarding.
1: Uh, That answers my question. I was going to ask what kind of defense they have, but they seem to be well, well armed.
3: Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I could maybe go for a quick, quick swing round the bazaar, see what see what's at this this, this marketplace.
2: Yeah,
3: maybe uh, maybe at some point, Hanash and Belsiar should go to the Krakens Clinic and see if see if there's anything they can do for uh, for your. Uh, um...
2: I'm enjoying being a vampire. Oh I'm, I'm, uh... yeah. I'm going to see if I can turn into a battle this episode.
0: Fucking amazing. Spe- spe- speaking of which, Hanash, uh, make me a constitution saving throw, please. Ugh. I Thanks, love it. You've Chris. missed it.
1: Yeah. Constitution saving throw.
2: 16.
0: 16. Uh, yeah. You somehow manage once again to stave off the worst of vampirism. You still feel something crawling across your skin. You feel something insipid in your very blood. You look up at the, at the sun in the sky as your skin feels cold and pallid and sweat beads on your brow and the sun is slightly uncomfortable. But you only take a mere two points of damage as your constitution staves off the worst of this vampiric
3: malady. <coughs> Love it. There it is. Every day is a new night. That's
0: two weeks of pent up role playing there, listeners. He's done done that at work various times, too.
3: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I did it to the goals so many times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just lean out the window.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's why they were so. They heard that once and they were like, Did you hear that, Steve? There's a new go (laughs) go.
3: Wow! I thought you just said "girl, girl," then like like you were girl, saying girl. "dick, dick" again.
2: <laughs> girl,
3: girl, girl, dick,
0: dick. <laughs> okay, right. So, who's going to the doctor's clinic?
2: Uh, I want to get. I w- I'd like to get to the bazaar first. I, I, I want to have a rummage round. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go before we leave. I've got, i got time. Unless I have to make another Constitution saving r- role in two minutes' time, then maybe. <laughs> no, I'll no, no. I'd like. say you
0: were good. Like, if things had gone wrong, there may be bloodlust, but you're managing to stave off. The lusts and appetites of vampirism. You're doing, you're doing okay. No one's, no one's, no one's died yet. So
2: Hanash always has bloodlust. Come on.
0: <laughs> ah, now speaking of which, Mister Bojangles or Mister Neil in person. Would you like to make a role for Belciar, or shall I?
3: I was just about to ask, actually. Um, I've got his character sheet open. Am I? What am I doing? A constitution saving throw. Yes, please.
0: Hanash might be in the clear. That does not mean that Belciar is. Show off my new dice,
3: very nice. Ooh. Where are they from? Uh, the Dice Witch. Um, I think the. I think um, the Dice Witch. What's his name, Paul. Paul from uh, Homebrew Havoc has shouted them out a couple of times. Um, yeah. The Dice Witch. The Constitution saving bro. For... Okay, let's. Yes, please. Let's... That sounds great. Yeah,
2: it, it looks almost as good as the dice from our sponsor. <laughs>
3: Ah
0: uh, yes, the dice from our sponsor, Chris. Now that you've got a really swanky mic, we need to get you to do uh like a recorded shout out to them that we can burn into every episode. uh Okay. Do you do you want me to just do one off the cuff right now? <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll we'll burn off the cuff. Sounds filthy. Sounds filthy, Chris. Let's just say. Let's just say this uh,
3: With a flick of my
0: wrist. Yeah. One. Oh, yeah. One off the wrist is something different. Um. If you want, to, if you want to give Fam roll dice one off the wrist, you're more than welcome to.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, go on then.
0: Um, here he comes. This is pure acting masterclass, listeners. Here it comes. Here's that killer instinct, baby. Can you do it? Hang on. Hang on. Can, can, can we challenge you, Mister Rag? What? Name an emotion.
2: Uh, fear. There
0: you go. Chris Neal, can
3: you can you do a uh, can you do it? Scared.
0: <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Right. Here we go. Re- give
3: me give me a sec. Give me a sec. I need to. Yeah. I need to. I need to get into. Can
0: you say method acting, listeners, method acting? Here he comes. (laughs)
3: Here here it comes. Here it (laughs) comes. I don't know why you expected anything different.
2: I'm sure I heard the name of the brand that we're sponsoring in that scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you
3: slow it down, if you slow it down and reverse it, it, you can hear the the voucher code. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're sponsored by ah, DICE. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Dear God. Uh, My poor fucking yeah. listeners. <coughs> All right, listeners, I'll do it. Don't worry. Right. If you are in need of dice or anything in the peripherals of fantasy TTRPG role playing, you can look no further than fanrolldice.com where you can get yourself a fat 10% discount at checkout if you use the voucher code. Adventurer 10. That's Adventurer 10 for a lovely 10% discount on all your dice needs at fanrolldice.com. Now back to the show.
2: What was the constitution saving throw?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the constitution saving throw for Plus, uh 23. 23? Fuck me. The vampire who bit him starts gaining, like, health. Uh, no, I'm joking. That's <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, Belsior just... He... Beltia is currently looking like a British person abroad. Do you know, how British people go on holiday and they sort of like, um, take their hanky and tie a knot in each corner and put it on their heads and roll up their trouser legs. Like he's, he's enjoying this. He is in croco heaven. Like he's barely even looking at the, um, sebaceous wound in his chest, which is dripping pus or the two puncher wounds in his neck, which are sort of weeping clear fluid. Uh, He's just, he's just enjoying a little, little break abroad. Um, As you moor up Lady Luck, Tati, you take the keys with the rabbit's foot on them. As you make your way down the quayside, passing crates of freshly caught fish, you see a giant squid sitting on uh, a big bed of salt, which is keeping it fresh. Um, As you make your way into the bazaar, which I can tell you from my notes is called the Rezhani, the Rezhani Bazaar. It's not like London Borough Markets, but it's still impressive. It's the place where people from this community come to trade. And there's a bit of everything, you know, like very rudimentary weapons. You see potions, you see spices, you see clothes. Um, it even has a fried donut stall. Um, it's Ooh. got like a, it's got a bit of everything. Imagine if you've been to Camden, you've been to the flea markets in Camden. It's kind of got that kind of like fun, but filthy vibe to it. Just all sorts. As you walk past the food part of it, you see very, you see various people like, you know, when, when you go past the food halls and they're all leaning out, trying to give you spoonfuls of food to entice you.
2: Yeah. I, I take a, I take a bite out of some tzatziki that's coming my, coming
0: my way. Tzatziki. As somebody just mm. pebble dashes the side of your face in like a creamy yogurty sauce, you just yeah, you just keep your mouth open and lick it up. Yeah, the cooling, calming, like crispness of tzatziki just really just takes the edge off the hot day.
2: Oh, it's so warm. There's no fridges here.
0: This is a horrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, there are there are no fridges.
2: And <laughs> goes to spit it out, but remembers what Silky says, and and then just kind of. Keeps his mouth, finds a napkin, and then spits into a napkin, and then kind of throws it on the floor.
0: What was wrong with the tzatziki? As you just it was see, warm.
3: been out in the you sun see all day.
0: Sad-looking lady. There's an old crone who, like, stops stirring the giant vat of tzatziki that she's been. She's had that on the go for years, just putting new tzatziki on top of old uh, as she stirs it with an oar. As she looks up at you and just spits in disgust, probably into the tzatziki. And she keeps on stirring.
2: I asked, "Did you eat some tzatziki as
0: well?" <laughs> she looks at you and just cackles and goes, "Ha ha ha! I'm 20 years old and I've eaten tzatziki every day." <laughs> as she lay, she she looks about 90. <laughs> wow! She she lights up a stubby little roll-up cigarette and just puffs on it as a hideous kind of foul purple smoke comes out the end. As she inhales, some of the fag ash just tips off the end of the roll-up into the tzatziki and just gets stirred in with the ore. as you make your way further into the bazaar, the scent of spices
3: tickling your nostrils.
2: Into the mother tzatziki.
3: I'd love to have a look at uh some of these uh market stalls and see if... I mean, I'd love to have a look at what weapons they've got I'd also i'd love to have a look and see if there's any magic items uh, amongst the amongst the the random random bits of stuff that people have picked up while they've been adventuring at sea.
1: I have a question. Of course. Um, so my question is: like, we can pick up new weapons, yeah, and those new weapons are like, we can put them in our inventory. But do our familiars get weapons, and do our familiars have inventories?
0: No, not by standard. if you want to wreck on something, we can do, but no, as standard, not particularly.
1: So Keith can't have a bow and arrow, a weapon's assault he's.: assault.
0: He, He's barely sentient. He's a juvenile sugar
3: glider.: We'd love to see a sugar glider flying through the air and just going like
2: Oh daddy What what, do? I don't think he could fly because of all his armour that he's wearing. Yeah, he's in a fucking he, like, suit of armour. Um, <laughs> he's
1: always in the armour, is he? Like, he puts it on for battle and to show off to the Girl Sugar riders.
0: You didn't say like, that. You just said he was in armour. What, you mean, you mean he's got to take his armour on or off? Let's have a fucking costume change. Poor Keith. Keith is the equivalent. Do you know, like, when you wander around and you see the kind of chihuahua in a lady's handbag and the chihuahua just looks so fucking depressed? That's that's the vibe that Keith is.
1: But he is to Braveheart what Paris Hilton's Chihuahua was to her. That's the kind of equivalent. Like he's Braveheart's Chihuahua.
3: Alright, okay. Wow. For some reason I I focused too much on the Braveheart and Paris Hilton part of that sentence. Yeah, and I was like, What? Me too. Paris Hilton and Braveheart? That's fucked up, dude. Yeah.
0: I was very, very confused. Okay, right. Chris, you go to a magic, you, you stop outside a stall, which is some sort of like magical apothecaries uh, with various potions. Um, as you browse what is on the little shelf in front of you, you see like a wizened old man with very thick rimmed glasses. His eyes, he's got those cool thick lens glasses where his eyes appear huge. He looks like a mole through the glasses as he looks up at you. He's like, yes, what can I help you with?
3: um hi there uh do you have anything any magical stuff be- besides potions or am i in no, the wrong I'm apothecary. I- okay i walk out and i go try and find a different shop with with actual magical things how nice, you just
0: see the little man flicking v's uh uh tatty as he walks off okay fine
2: okay well, i flick v's and then do the tongue thing through them back at him
0: <laughs> wicked Tati, what are you looking for weapons arming trade what are you looking for um i'll
3: I'll take a look for I'll take a look at weapons first weapons I'll try got it okay uh you just see
0: like a simple weapon shop nothing wildly magical they sell daggers crossbows quarter staffs you see a berserker axe um you see a sword of vengeance and a weapon of warning.
3: Ooh, um, do I see any guns? Uh, no, I don't
0: think so. Not wildly,
3: no. Okay, I've
0: still got that. I've still
3: got that one. That's like a flintlock pistol. I think from the last time. Yes, we had a... you
0: took a flintlock pistol. Pretty sure Hanash has still got like
3: he's got a blunderbuss. I've got my. I've got no, my no, Blunderbus. he took a pistol
0: off uh, when when you took out the uh, Stank estate. He stole a pin,
1: pistol. Well, oh, you did
3: uh, from the police from the police commissioner. Yeah, right before you painted the wall with her with her brains. Um, good times, good times. Maybe I'll go take a look at some armor instead. You've also got the weapon of warning. Uh, so What's, you you get
0: advan- with the weapon of warning. You um, when the weapon is on your possession, uh, it's enchanted in such a way that you get advantage on initiative rolls. Um, so you're always kind of like clued up on the fight what
3: sort of what sort of weapon is it rapier ah uh, nah I think I'm I think I'm good what was the um, what was the vengeance one you mentioned
0: uh the sword of vengeance So you gain plus one bonus attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. This sword is cursed and possessed by a vengeful Spirit. Becoming attuned to it extends the curse to you. As long as you remain cursed, you are unwilling to part with the sword, keeping it on your person at all times. Whilst attuned to this weapon, you have disadvantage on attack rolls made with weapons other than this one. Has it actually got any good points
3: to it? Uh, (laughs) Plus one to attack and damage, apparently.
0: (laughs) Basically, when you're attacked by somebody... When you're attacked by somebody in combat, the weapon turns into a slightly better version of the weapon, but you fixate on beating that one person up. So you get an upgraded attack on that one person who hurt you and you will literally keep on delivering damage to them until they're dead whilst ignoring everyone else. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's just a bitter fucking sword with a curse.
3: Yeah, that feels, uh, uh, we don't need, we don't need the, the sword of vengeance. Okay. No worries.
2: Can I steal Aristobulus for a second and do Detect Magic to see if there's any, like, trinkets in, like, non-magic stores that might be, like, a good price, yeah? I'm, I'm looking for a deal uh, in this area.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, Yeah, as you get Aristobulus, it's like, what, what do you want? As um, you drag him away from two particularly, like, fruity-looking ladies who are hanging out on the dockside trying to peddle their wares? He's like, "Come on, I was in there." Are
2: they actually fruity ladies? Like, have they got like fruit baskets like around? Them? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. One, one of them has a razor sharp slice of mango that she's trying to like <laughs> fight Aristobulus off with. Uh, he's like, "Come on, I was literally ten gold pieces away from being in there." What do you want?
2: <laughs> I'm sure you'll be there again. Find me magic things. Find me the most magic oh. thing. I want the most, mostest magic thing around.
0: Fuck me! Magic me, magic now. He literally holds out his hand. He's like, pull my finger.
2: Uh, I take, put both my hands on his finger and I just get a gentle but like quick yoink
0: as you pump his finger. He he just goes. <sighs>
3: oh, if only we were a video podcast. Just seeing Chris Rag Chris Rag's <laughs> eyes as he did that then was like, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs>
0: Uh, you just see like electric sparks crackle up the surface of Aristobulus's eyes as you pump his finger, and the very air turns vibrant and electric around him. As he looks out with blazing blue eyes, he looks around the market, he's like, yeah, not so much magical, a few bits. As he walks around, he holds up a lime. He's like, I'm pretty sure this is magical. Magic lime? As he puts it down. As the the fruit vendor just shakes her head at him, as he puts it back, and she just takes it off and and cleans it on her apron and puts it back. As he takes you to the trinket store, he's like, "Yeah, right. Okay, magic items, magic items." He he finds a fountain pen. He's like, "This is cursed. Do you want a cursed fountain pen, uh, yeah. No,
3: like,
0: bad,
2: bad this
0: all right. You've uh, you go pay for
2: sex. Go away.
0: Oh, well, I haven't finished yet. There were other things. Do you know?
2: Okay. Yeah, onto the other things. Uh, you found me the magical scurvy treatment and now this magical pen. Let's see what All else right. is going
0: on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's literally like, I've got uh, magical scissors as he like just picks up a pair of um, really, really old like, looking safety scissors as he's like, these a magic. Okay. Hands you like a really rusty pair of scissors.
2: <laughs> do, do, does he know how magic they are? Or are they like a bit magic? Like, it's like a magic user like sneeze on them or something like. Uh...
0: He's like, I don't know. Look, mate, I'm not using like, this is just detect magic. He's like, it's like, imagine it as a spiritual blacklight. Imagine we're in a best Western hotel And I've got a black light. All I see is the speckles and patterns on the wall, curtains, ceiling, and bedspread, all right? I don't know where they came from. I don't know how old they are. But I can tell you, yeah, you know, that line was magical. That fountain pen was magical. The pair of scissors were magical. And also this flask as he reaches out and hands you a flask. Magical.
2: Okay, uh, I will... Buy them all, apart from the pen that was cursed, or was that just like his guess?
0: No, he was like, "It's dark magic. That fountain pen has written some bad shit."
2: Right. I'll, I'll buy everything apart from the fountain pen.
0: Okay, so you want to buy the scissors, um, yeah. not the lime. You put that back. So you want to buy the no, scissors? The
2: yeah. Okay. Oh, Think the, lime. Back yeah. the
0: lime. Okay, you want to buy the scissors, the lime. And come on, AJ, the, um, flask. Okay. As he hands them to you, they just look like normal items to you, but Aristobulus has assured you that they're normal. So, uh, 10 gold pieces for both the scissors and the flask. And, uh, the, the greengrocer is not convinced at all that the lime is magical. Um, so they merely ask like four copper pieces for the lime. They're looking in absolute fucking confusion at Aristobulus. He's like, "Magic, mate!"
2: (laughs) Excellent. Thank you, good sir, Aristobulus. You can fuck off now.
0: Oh, don't be (laughs) like that. Can't we hang out for a bit? We like.
2: Okay, I appreciate your time. Do you want to come?
0: I like being seen in public with you.
2: Well, I get that. Do do you want to come to the clinic with me?
0: No, I love a clinic. All right, as he hitches up his. hitches up his little robes, shakes off one leg. You see his pasty little disgusting pale legs with varicose veins down them as he almost like skips away from the bazaar. Just looking back one more time, you see the lady stirring her ginormous cauldron of tzatziki as she just scowls at you over the top of some hornbill glasses.
2: I do like a present vomit in the direction, and then I walk off.
0: She sticks her cracked
3: tongue out at you as you walk away. That like old woman from Drag Me to Hell look about her. Mm.
2: Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I shimmy, I shimmy my uh, my tatties
0: are <laughs> shimmy, shimmy yeah, shimmy here, shimmy here. Right, okay. As you make your way down the quayside, you're making your way to the Krakens Clinic. Maud, what are you doing whilst all of this is going on? You're very, very quiet.
1: I'd like to be in the bazaar. No, oh, I am in the bazaar, but I um, I'm looking for small weapons for Keith.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, those, those, those cursed scissors would have be been ideal, but they've been bought. You're not
1: for a sugar glider. Like we're looking for normal weapons, but miniature.
0: Normal weapons, but miniature. I mean, you could get him a dagger, which is like a sword for short people. Um, they've got, you see, uh, in the bazaar, so many trinkets, so many amazing little things. You see a razor sharp fish knife. You also see one of those like hookback cheese knives. Do you know the cheese knife where it just bends round with two little prongs on the end? Do you see yeah, one of those? That. With a wooden handle.
1: Yeah, that'll do. Yeah.
0: The the man is so yes. excited as he as he's like oh okay. Sorry
1: Not only can he slash people front and back with it, also he can um he can disembowel a good pecorino.
2: Yes.
0: Absolutely. As the, 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 the man in the cutlery bazaar is like you want gift-wrapped? Yes. All right. With gift-wrapped, that would be uh, one silver piece and one copper piece. uh All right. One silver, one copper. As you see, he just gets out some paper. He gets some, like, uh he gets some crepe paper, and he gets some polystyrene cubes and just sprinkles them in, puts the knife in, wraps up the crepe paper, just expertly gift-wrapped and ties a little bow on it and hands it to you.
1: Perfect. Like to pay that
0: man? A pleasure doing business with you. Yes, one silver, one copper for the gift wrap.
1: Yeah. Perfect.
0: Pleasure doing business with you. Come back anytime for all your cutlery needs. I've got it all. Skewers, spoons, whatever you need.
1: Maybe. Maybe um I'll just keep that in mind, that place in mind, before we leave. I'll go and get two um two skewers. And Keith can use them as um, he can use them to either garrot people with, or really,
0: garrot people with a skewer. He can
1: open, yeah, he can like.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you need like string? or
1: – If it's metal skewer, he, I don't think you've understood what a garrot is. Uh, he can he can he can strangle people with a skewer with a metal skewer. He can put it against their uh, little jugulars and he can press down. Okay. Two, and that's or you can open one? an acupuncture
0: clinic. After the- Fuck me. If I went to an acupuncture clinic and the small lady started stabbing me in the back with kebab spears. But anyway, okay? As the man's parting gift, he's like, I have uh, one last gift for you. Do you have need of melon bowler? Always. All right. I still Thank you very well. much. No, I'm not giving it to you. It's not a gift. 50 copper pieces. Look, Fuck it's got the little then, button no. on it. He presses little a little button and it's got a bit it's like an ice cream scoop off. with a little. Oh, okay. You speak, you speaks the international language of fuck off as he runs his hand across the bottom of his chin back at you. All right. Fuck off to you too, lady. Very nice to meet you. Okay. Good business. Goodbye. Ciao, ciao. He picks up Piccato from behind the counter. who's just holding a knife and fork. He slowly snatches the knife and fork off the hissing Picato, and he just turfs Picato back onto the gangplanks. Outside your shops, and you can take your little pet with you. Goodbye and good residence, lady. Right. Making our way to the Kraken's Clinic. Who
3: is going into the Kraken's Clinic? Uh,
2: I'll take Belser with me, I guess.
3: I was going to say, Belser will probably go with you.
2: Me, Belser, and Aristobulus. Aristobulus.
0: Okay. Aristobulus. The three of you enter through. Now then, anyone who's been into a um fine sex shop establishment knows all about like bead, like the hanging bead drapes through the door. As you see like a multicoloured rainbow kind of like bead drape in the doorway. As you poke your way through as the beads click-clack, you stand inside that this tent smells clinical, like... It's been swabbed with too much medical, like ethanol and alcohol. Um, you see, like a patchwork sofa in the waiting room, as there's like an uh, like some some flaps further in, as you can hear some sort of medical procedure going on out the back, um, as there's there's various ripped and torn pages of magazines just sitting on a coffee table um, whilst you wait.
2: Hello, clinic for two, povo.
0: As you look around nothing much happens. You look over on the desk. There's no one there but there is like one of those little bells to get attention.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I go and I I hit the bell only once but as hard as I physically can.
0: Okay. Make me a slight of hand check.
2: Sure. Five.
0: Five. You just slam your fist down on top of it as there's just a sprung, as you you totally destroy the mechanism of the bell hop uh or whatever it's called the little, the little bell as it as it chimes you see a little head a gray-haired man poke through the flaps at the back as he's he's in a little white lab coat that's just stained with dark brown stains that look like they might have been blood at some point as he just says oh it is so good to see you fresh blood what, what? <laughs> He comes out. He's only a tiny little man. He's a gnome as he steps up onto a little platform overlooking the desk. He's like, Dr. Klimt. Klimt Cream. Nice to meet you. What can I do for you today?
2: Can you be discreet?
0: Uh, (laughs) Discreet is my middle name. (laughs) Listen, I am covered under the Hippocratic Oath. What you tell me stays between me and you. And he looks over at Aristobulus. Maybe him? (laughs) <laughs> your secrets are my secrets
2: that's, that's wonderful to hear you see my colleague and I kind of fell into some vampire teeth and we are maybe turning into vampires? Unsure we killed the source vampire so not sure canonically what's happening but we would like to not be turning into vampires if possible
0: oh god Mostly I just look after the clap and sometimes thrush and very occasionally people who have injured themselves in amateur fishing accidents. Vampirism, hold on. As he steps off, just walks over to a bookshelf, climbs up on a little ladder, flicks through various books. He's like, ah, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, well, this won't be cheap.
2: I, I can go as much as 20 gold pieces, mate. Don't you worry.
0: 20 gold pieces would... Jesus H. Christ, I don't even do Botox for 20 gold pieces. You want me to cure you of vampirism? We need to talk (laughs) the big money, my friend. I may be able to do a special deal, two for one, if you both want curing at the same time. But seriously, talk real. Don't waste my time.
2: How much is big money, sweetheart?
0: Don't call me sweetheart. Uh, (laughs) Maybe we talk (laughs) 400 gold pieces for the pair? You taking me for a ride? No, I would never. I'm covered under the Hippocratic Oath. Klimt cream does not play with your emotions. No. Creamy baby. Can you do me 300? Don't call me creamy. I am getting, seriously, I'm getting second thoughts. Seriously.
2: Fine, fine. 400 pounds for two unvampirisms, please.
0: All right, what I need you to do is come back at midnight. But I need you to bring me various bits and pieces. Could you do that? Yes, I'll go on the scavenger hunt. Excellent. This is very good. I need, <laughs> as he like, runs a little nicotine-like tarred finger down the book that's open in front of him, I need van chicken, live. Yes. The underwear of a
3: virgin. Illegal. Illegal. Uh, uh, Can slander. you do this? Bible. Is that is that all you need? No, listen, I need
0: one vial of mercury. Mercury, live chicken, the underwear of a virgin. And this is most important. I need the ink from a squid. Okay.
1: What if the chicken doesn't want to wear the knickers? What happens then?
0: He looks over at Maud hovering in the doorway. One more word from that lady and the price goes up. What we need here is positive mental attitude. We can beat vampirism. Remember, your secrets are my secrets.
1: Yeah!
0: You're covered under the Hippocratic Oath.
2: I just a up a vials, uh, so I can grab the mercury and the squid to put in the vials.
0: So, one live chicken, The underwear of a virgin. We need a vial of mercury. And we need squid ink. Could you do that? You come back after dark. Maybe we try something. All right.
2: Yeah, let's try something. Let's get weird. All, all right. right. See you later.
0: All right. Very good. He shakes your hand. He just, you hear a scream from out back as he goes back through the flaps. Uh, yes, Tati. Sorry.
3: I think for Belciar's benefit, uh, I think when you guys leave the clinic, uh, Belciar will, Belciar will say, uh, cause Belciar is, okay, I'll, I'm just going to say it and then I'm going to question it. Belsiar's going to say, if I can find some, if I can go buy some underwear from somewhere, then you can have my underwear. Cause Belciar is canonically a virgin, right? Can, can we
0: quickly listeners, listeners, could one of us, cause we're about to have a drinks break for five minutes. Could one of us, can I trust you, Mr. Neil, Mr. Rag, Chanel Williams? Could one of you text Matt Durant and say, canonically, is Belciar a virgin? Don't tell him anything else. He doesn't deserve to know, but.
1: And he was on it
2: because he has got close to him. He's been close to getting his end away a few times recently.
0: Yeah, he's just always revolting in death. No, he can't be a virgin because he slept with Algarundi.
3: Oh, he did sleep with Algarundi. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. He lost his virginity yeah, yeah, to yeah.
0: Algarundi. Oh, uh. just the tip too. And they woke up and had patients. What about Tati,
1: then?
0: Yeah. What about Tati?
1: Please. What about Keith Snickers?
0: Fuck me.
3: Does Keith wear
0: knickers? In the ass. You just hear a clank as a tiny little steel pair of chastity pants fall off Keith.
3: The noise that launched a thousand sighs. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Right, we're going to go for drinks
0: break. We're going to get five minutes to refresh our drinks. We're going to come back. You've got to find a live chicken, the underwear of a virgin, a vial of mercury, and some squid ink. And maybe, just maybe. I love the way I made a rich universe for you to explore here out to Maritopia, and instantly we've gone on a little witch hunt to find a lost frying pan. All right, we can do this. We can do this. All right. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Somehow sweet. I get the feeling we haven't seen the last of the Tzatziki lady. I feel like she's still got one last hand to play in this game of high-stakes poker.
2: She's a virgin, isn't she? She's. maybe yeah, let's a find out. It,
0: she's clearly like married to her tzatziki trade she's never had time to take a lover right five minutes back here smoke if you got them drink if you don't see you soon hey cool people do you like mead magic and long walks in the icy tundra? ever wonder what your sled dogs are thinking about why not cap off your night with a frosty tabletop adventure
3: you're my mum you made me out of meat meat mother (laughs) what
0: have i done is your <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to ask, uh, but it's actually because I bought some boxer shorts from Targets recently, and they forgot to remove the security clip. <laughs> In bust we must. In bust we must indeed. Onward! Excuse, Excuse me, young come man. Careful, I've got a cut bomb
2: Wait, do you have a missing ring finger? No, I got yours. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That makes
2: sense. No. Fuck,
0: there's another Kingston. <laughs> I'm getting all sweaty and I need a Kingston.
3: She is desperate to keep her realm and she will fight any
2: that will take them away.
0: Well, grab your rug boots and join Reflex Save every Wednesday on your favourite podcast platform. Picking back up. So, you know, it's about midday-ish. Um, what
3: would you all like to do?
1: Eat. Eat and
3: drink. Um I mean Tati's still at the still at the bazaar. Um I was gonna I was gonna look look for some look for some armour.
1: Okay.
3: And then and then after that I think I will I'll go to the uh the one next to it, the one that had like the one that was like uh the the salty spanner, that was it. They're like ship mechanics. Because I'll buy some more vegetable oil for the um, for the engine. Mm. Um, Brilliant, cool. Um, but first, the bazaar. All right, uh,
0: you want us to go to an armour? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you see, plus one padded armour, uh, plus one ringmail armour, plus one splint armour, plus two ringmail, uh, plus two ringmail. You've got adamantine armour plate um adamantine armor ringmail armor of resistance arrow catching shield and sentinel shield
3: is there any uh leather or studded leather i really can't i really can't wear anything other than like light armor sadly not no
0: there's only padded ringmail splint or plate here okay
3: okay yeah that's cool I uh, i just wanted to check uh, I guess I'll go and talk to the ship mechanic um, at the Salty Spanner.
0: Sure thing. Um, as you go to the Salty Spanner, um, you see a friendly-looking, jolly, fat man covered in grease with um, slicked-back hair. He's wearing greasy dungarees. As he walks up to you, puts out a podgy, greasy hand and says, Well, mate, Rigger, how are you doing? Jonas Ridgerim, my friends call me Rigger.
3: Good to meet you. I'll shake his hand and put on my roughest voice like I usually do in real life when I talk to anyone that uh, knows what they're doing with cars. <laughs> i got to put on my mean voice. Yeah, you, you try and rough up your smooth hands a bit for Rigger. He's like, what are you want?" Well, the, the lady look that, that, uh, that's anchored out by the entranceway uh, she runs on vegetable oil. I was wondering if you had any any drums um, that you could that you could part with for a, for a little sum.
0: He looks at you. He goes, "I ain't your guy. I don't have combustion engines. Are a little bit lost on me, but I tell you, we'll have vegetable oil. You want the eldani chef? He points over the way um, to." food hall points over to tide's end to the canteen where you see the the aldani chef he's like there ain't nothing that man can't deep fat fry and he likes himself some vegetable oil so yeah maybe talk to scuttle tell him rigger sent you
3: turn around to walk out and then i turn back to him and i say just out of interest if we were wanting to have some like weapons fitted on the ship um would you be would you be someone we could talk to about that
0: he looks around sheepishly left and right, grins, pulls out a hanky, mops his brow. He's like, I might know people who could fit weapons to a ship. Just be careful with Silky. You're new here. Maybe we uh, declare everything up front before you start weaponizing. But yeah, I can know a guy. You want cannons,
3: harpoons? Cannons would be, would be pretty wild. Battering ram. Uh, I don't know if a battering ram would work on our ship. It would probably, if you put a battering ram on the front, it's kind of like the weakest end of the ship. (laughs) Unless we put one on the back, that would be really weird. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't need anything yet. It's just out of interest. We'll probably come back this way, um, when we need to make port again. So, uh, it's good to have the option open. Thanks, Rigger. Hey, Um, anytime. I'll give him a little salute and, and wander out to the food hall.
0: He, uh, he just, with a smile on his face, I think he made his day as you walk off. Um, are you all going to the food hall? I know Maud was hungry.
3: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably swing by the clinic anyway to pick, pick you guys up. <laughs>
0: swing by the clinic. Love it. As you swing by the clinic, you see Hanash, Aristobulus, Belsiar walking out. A little spring in their step, as they've just discovered, that, that uh, Klimt cream. Might be able to help them with their vampirism problem as uh, you make your way all the way around. Um, you make your way all the way round Maritopia to the other side, arriving at Tide's End Canteen. Now, when you get near the smells, hit you first garlic and lots of it. Everything is fried in butter and garlic. Um, yeah, boy. as you see, you see various happy looking. Residents of Maritopia shoveling deep fat fried food into the front of their face.
1: What do we need? We need the
0: a
2: live chicken. But what well, you could probably maybe get is there might be squid around here, a live chicken around here.
1: Do we need the squid ink or the squid? Mm.
0: We, need the squid we need the squid ink.
1: Okay. So we have to speak to the chef about the squid ink. Um, and. The live chicken, maybe we can get from the bazaar somewhere, because I don't think he's going to have a live chicken.
0: Yeah, we, we could ask, but yeah, you, you, you're probably right.
3: Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and a vial of mercury. Vial of mercury and then a uh, virgin's uh, underoos. Underwear. Um, it's real
0: science. It's not just quackery. It's real science. I got this off an actual NHS guide that? to
2: God, I bet, I bet this guy's going to be... I bet this guy's gonna be so gross, he's just gonna smell the knickers and like throw them away, isn't he? Not even yeah. a, like a creep, like a creamy creep. He's gonna put
1: the he's gonna put the knickers on the chicken and then do bad things to it.
0: That's why they call him cream Like he didn't get the name cream for nothing. Uh, don't oh. don't be like that, Mr. Rag. This character lives in my head. I created him. Don't 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 call him a deviant. That's like insulting my children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's also a chicken in knickers. He's trying to cure you of vampirism. Give the man a break. He's doing oh, he's a good maybe. thing. He said, we'll see what we can do. But for 400 It's not bad. Gold people,
0: mm. I couldn't even find a fucking NHS dentist to remove my wisdom teeth, let alone find a registered doctor to cure me of vampirism on the spot.
3: I'd be very surprised if you, found some, if you found a doctor that was willing to try and cure you of vampirism.
0: I don't know. I reckon if you go to certain parts of Sheffield...
3: I think in the US you'd have a better chance. Yeah. They'd charge you in with it.
0: My, my, my dentist's name is Giuseppe. Thank you very much. Uh, I, have, I have maybe the greatest dentist of all time. We did it, We did a tight 10-minute chat about Final Fantasy VII before he started chiselling my teeth. Uh, he, he is a nerd to behold. Um, but yeah, shout out to Giuseppe, who probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Is he actually called Giuseppe? Uh, right. Yeah. What's wrong with him being called Giuseppe?
2: Is that, the, is that Pinocchio's papa? It is! Is it the
0: same guy? I think it is. AJ's a real boy. Are you asking me whether I'm a wooden boy and whether my nose grows if I lie?
1: Like, I don't
0: understand. Yeah, he's puberty like, was no, tough. I literally no. burst into he's flames. He's
1: asking me that. He's asking you how many times the bad man put his hand up you. That's what he's asking you. How did <laughs> a
0: dentist put his hand up you? Like, yeah, I mean, he got his digits in my mouth. But I mean... I bit him by accident at one point and he took it really well. <laughs> he did tell me that I had really strong cheeks as well, which made me giggle. <laughs> like <laughs> I was I uh
3: And then he wore your head like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: a hat.
3: Boy, well, yeah, he wore you like a hat.
2: You got real strong cheeks,
1: boy.
0: Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. He, he, I didn't meet him at a tractor pool, Chris. (laughs) You look like my pig. My pig's got strong cheeks too. No, no, I didn't meet him at a fucking tractor pool contest. He's my dentist. He's from (laughs) His name is Giuseppe and he's a gentleman. And he was very gentle with me when he put his fingers in my mouth. Right, there you go. I let him stitch me up when he cut me at two. So anyway, enough of this. What kind of merry levity is this? Any more? Do you want to milk this rich dental fucking vein for all it's
3: worth? Sorry, Giuseppe. We, thank you for fixing AJ's teeth. No, thank you, Giuseppe. Um, also, when, when he ripped my teeth out,
0: I got them in a goodie bag. I genuinely came home with a goodie bag.
3: Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's
2: a fancy bag.
0: It, it looked bag. like... Yeah, no, I got my teeth back in, what's it called, the <laughs> dental practice. Yeah, I got my teeth in a, in a bag to go. With a drawstring. Wow. It was fucking wild.
2: That looks like a bougie-ass dentist.
0: It is a bougie-ass dentist.
3: Yeah, it's, it's branded less like a yeah. dentist, but more like a members-only club. Um, it looks like if you go there after dark, they do seedy things in the back room. Interesting. Don't, don't be saying this. I'm pretty sure the, uh, the receptionist
0: listens to the podcast after chatting her today. Like, I'm pretty sure she said she listens to the podcast.
1: What did you play? What did they play you? So they asked
0: you what you wanted. Yeah, they got like a screen on the on the ceiling above when you have, uh, when you're lying back in the chair. They have a TV screen on the ceiling, and they asked me what what um, I would like playing to calm me down. Um, and my mind raced, and I said Bob Ross. So um, I watched like Happy Little Accidents. That's right. We don't make mistakes. We just make happy little accidents. Just beat the devil right out of. Were you?
2: Did you have the gas as well? Were you a little little trippy or? I was thinking Bob Ross did
0: a great show. I it was. Oh, fucking love it. It was so good. Giuseppe was like, you might feel a little prick. And I was like, all right. And then he, you know, he did the whole like, Doof, dof, 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 dof. and then couldn't feel the side of my face, bit my own tongue at one point. It was a joy. Uh, yeah, just, I just chilled out to Bob Ross. Uh, it was good. Had a very nice Americano in the foyer. They got a very nice coffee machine. Um, I w- would recommend. I am literally shilling for this dentist now. Um, it's so good. So it, it's, it's, it's a good dentist. That is the, the private dentist in, uh, in Sheffield. There you go. We've wasted enough time talking about Giuseppe and Holly on the front desk. And, uh, I met a dental rep at one point that I instantly forgot the name of, but was repping for Colgate. Um, she had very good teeth, never used. She literally looked like the teeth had come straight out of the packet.
2: Were well, they doing their survey of how many dentists approve of their thing?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly, um, yeah. There you go. Right. Any, any more for any more dental wise, or we, we good there? No, uh,
1: no, I'm
0: good. I talk about milk teeth. No, okay.
2: no, I'm good. There we go. good.
0: Right as you all stand on the cusp of the canteen, looking in, you see the Aldani. Now, an Aldani listeners. If you do not know what an Eldani it is a delight hidden in the arse end of the rulebook of Dungeons & Dragons. It is a half man, half lobster. So uh, all the parts of a lobster, but with a human face. Large, six foot. This one's called Scuttle, and it has a French chef's hat on. As you see, Scuttle just click-clacking on his eight legs around the back of the mess hall. What are you all doing?
2: Can I, uh, can I go to Scuttle and uh, say, Scuttle! Good, good old, old boy. Uh, do you mind if I, uh, grab a word?
0: Scuttle looks at you, he's like, Whoa, dude! Fresh blood! I don't recognise you! Sup, brah?
2: How's it poppin'? My brother? <laughs> He my looks boy. Him, he's like, can we have a word?
0: Oh, dude. I like, totally don't appreciate the cultural appropriation. <laughs> don't take the piss out of El
1: Dani.
2: I'm trying to get in your wavelength, brah. No, no, no oh, Mickey taking. Just trying to
0: Totally
1: destroy.
2: Okay, old
0: boy. He holds out a clawed hand with a silver tray as he's like, Aaron dude. Mushroom <laughs> and truffle Aaron Oh,
2: don't mind if I do. Cheers, chap.
0: It's like a little taste explosion in your mouth. The vibrancy oh. of the parmesan, the mushrooms, and the risotto rice, all in a beautiful breadcrumb, just, just lighting your mouth up, dancing on your taste buds as you come back to planet.
2: Skull, you're a fucking genius.
0: Well, dude... We might be stuck out here in the middle of nowhere, but that doesn't matter that we we can still have ourselves a gastronomic taste explosion. As you just see. Anyway, dude, what can I help you with? Good to see another foodie.
2: <laughs> I'm looking for a hookup on some squid ink, if you, uh, if you know where to get some. Also, I could do with a, an, a live chicken, if possible. What
0: are you saying, brother? He looks at you and goes, Oh, dude, we totally had squid ink mayo on the menu last week, but there is a squid over in the bazaar. It's on the salt bed. You could get some squid ink from over there. As he's like, live chicken. Yeah, totally, dude. Could sort you out a trade price for a bro.
2: Tubular. Um... (laughs) I, I, I ask him if I uh, if I can come grab it a bit later on if he can like save it for me and I'll come grab it like uh, this evening I can take it now but yeah if he can hold it for me that'd be that'd be sick.
0: He's like whoa dude yeah totally well after service we'll be doing the clean down so if you want to come give me a hand I'll uh, yeah could uh, could give you the chicken.
2: Righteous catch you then Mavazida.
0: He looks at you he's like whoa dude as he's like. He literally like, it holds out his other claws like, chicken satay.
2: (laughs) Don't mind. you
0: (laughs) (laughs) You look over and you just see tons of children on Maritopia who are just like eating like, like just plain boiled rice as, um, yeah, you're, you're eating like a king, just stealing food out of their mouths. Uh, yeah, you seem to have made good friends with, uh, Scuttle. As, uh, he's offered to give you the chicken. Yeah. All you need now is, uh, vial of mercury, the underwear of a virgin and some squid ink. Yep. What are you all. Cool. Doing? Surely we
1: can get the squid ink from Scotland.
0: He literally just told you he's out of squid ink. He had squid ink mayo on the menu last week. He said there's, there's a, he said there's a squid over in the marketplace. You walked past it when you alighted off your barge. It's on the, uh, it's on a bed of salt.
2: Does anyone else want to do anything here, or should we head to the bazaar?
3: I will. I'll talk to what's his name, Scuttle. Did you say? Yeah, Scuttle. Um, the yeah. yeah. The and uh, ask about ask about vegetable oil for the ship. I can I can meet you guys oh, at the yeah. I can meet you guys at the marketplace if you want. Okay. So if you make your way round,
0: <laughs> Chris, that makes a absolutely wicked rattling noise on the mic if you do that. What like this? Yeah, if you go, do, 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 start playing the piano on a microphone. Uh, yeah, if you make your way over to Scuttle, he, you see him, he's literally got an onion. He's like, finally, like julienne slicing an onion. Do, 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 do. As he looks around, he's like, Oh, hello.
3: I refuse to stoop to this man's level. Wow. Rigger told me that you're the, you're the, you're the guy to talk to about, uh, vegetable oil. Uh, I need, uh, I need that sweet, sweet fuel to put in to put in the old combustion engine. So, um, do you have do you have a couple of drums you could you could part with for a fair price?
0: He looks at you he's like, "Whoa, dude, that's really gonna like put a cramp on my deep fat frying game." But yeah, totally, I suppose. As he leads you out the back, you see like just drums and drums. He's like, "Do you want the good stuff, or does it just run off
3: any old shit?" Uh. As far as i know it's just any old shit right any old any old vegetable oil so you don't have like an extra virgin sea barge
0: <laughs> uh, no okay right <laughs> dude yeah you want a couple of drums of uh vegetable oil that's totally fine yeah um well i kind of need it to feed the children as he just points over at uh, like children eating plain boiled rice as he's mm. like, but I mean, I could totally sell it to you for like uh, two hundred gold pieces a drum, I suppose.
1: What is this like? I'd be for in season two hundred pieces.
0: You're stealing food out of the mouth of babes.
2: They've got rice. Their sustenance.
3: Yeah, he's 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 talking about vegetable oil, like he's actually using it to feed these children that only are they're only eating rice. There's no vegetable oil you, in this. You just this see
0: a single mother spooning sea kelp into the mouth of her child as the child is disgusted and just gobs green sea kelp down the front of its bib as we pan back to you trading in vegetable oil. And she's like, 200 gold pieces, dude, and I'm totally slid in my own throat with that price. I'll give you 200 gold for two drums. No, dude, one drum. Unless you want to do a shift here. Do you want to do like a shift? No. I'll do you two drums. For two hundred gold pieces, if you join me for a shift, do you want to be part of my brigade, dude? You could turn no. me to a service.
3: Absolutely not. You could be my little gnome sous chef. Yeah, now you've made it about me, me me being a little gnome, and I I like that even less.
2: Is he? Is he? Is this a euphemism? Is he? Is he like uh, talking a code here?
3: Yeah, in a minute he's gonna put his hands in my mouth. No, 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 <laughs> no. He just holds out a little claw. He's like. Lamb kofta? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take a snifter. Mm
0: -hmm. The kofta is expertly made. It is literally packed full of flavors and textures as he's like, give a man a kofta and he will eat. Teach a man to make a kofta and he will live the rest of his life with a full belly. Dude. Totally, it's a great deal. Take the deal.
3: No, I'm good. 200 gold pieces for two. No, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm quite all right. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you 400 gold for two, for two drums.
0: All right, dude, righteous as he goes to shake your hand really awkwardly with his claw, very delicately taking your tiny gnome hand in his claw, just lifting it up and down without hurting you.
3: Deal, dude. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll give him the I'll give him the four hundred gold. Uh and um did Hanash say that he was coming back later for Yeah, for the chicken. As Scuttle
0: is like, Kids, dinner time's over as like a little like scurry of orphans come along, uh just wiping boiled rice off their chins. They 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 start rolling two barrels of vegetable oil. Dude,
3: like where do you want it? Where do you want it? um stick it on the stick it on my ship stick it on the lady look
0: all right you are all right little kids dinner time's over get to work as he's like i'll take payment now
3: sorry is
1: he employing these children is it slave labor that he's talking that he's saying that he's
3: community
0: he feeds them they do tasks just a little, little community. Yeah, I'm gonna, to I'm
3: gonna ask him that actually. I'm gonna ask him. I take it, I take it this, I take it the kids will see some of this money. Yeah,
0: absolutely,
3: dude. This is, uh, they are trainee chefs. See, I, I, Chris, know that that's bullshit. Can Tatty make an inside check? <laughs> <trip? laughs>
0: yeah, sure. Sure, 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 sure.
3: Only because I know what AJ's bullshit voice is.
0: What? How dare you. We're not some old married couple. I resent this comment.
3: Uh I got a dirty 20.
0: Yeah, he's straight up. You don't you don't see a bad vibe in him. He's th- these kids, right? The pro- the problem with being stuck out at sea, right? In the middle of nowhere living in some sort of floating like city, the things that are dangerous. Scurvy, inbreeding and Abilism. poor education. He's giving these little kids a future. He's teaching them how to become expert chefs. Like, one day you're going to go to a Michelin-starred restaurant somewhere in, like, Nicodranas, and one of these little kids is going to remember you. Like, you know, Scuttle is doing a good deed here. All right, I'll trust you. I'll trust you. Yeah. Aren't you old enough to remember, like, the little kid at the petrol station who used to fill your car up? You know, when your parents pulled in and... Are you
1: well?
2: No. It's illegal. What? Not in the UK. Maybe on holiday.
0: Yeah, a little guy would come out and fill your car up for you. It's not child labour. It's just like learning some job skills.
3: No, okay, just hmm. me. Well, yeah, the difference is the payment. <laughs> Does this person told get told you he's going to pay the kids. All right. I swear to God, if you say he's paying an exposure, uh, I'll kick off. Who wants to see a
0: lobster's nether regions? No, he's not exposing anybody. Sorry, Mr. Rag. He
2: doesn't sound like a virgin, but you know, you never know.
0: What, surfers can't be virgins? Whoa, dude, I'm literally dripping in gills. I'm not a virgin.
3: <laughs> I felt like that joke was a solid, and I had to move through it. Like, <laughs> in this little space. I had to, like, get it out of my life.
0: Okay, good. Right. Abort, abort, abort. Right, what are you doing? As you see the little kids, the little kids are rolling the barrels of vegetable oil onto the deck of Lady Luck. You see also in the corner, um, Silky is watching you. You see the water genocide just watching you, arms crossed, just keeping an eye on you, making sure you're up to, no, or, you know, making sure you're on a level. You give her a wave as she slowly waves back. She does the two, like, watery fingers to the eyes and points them towards you. Like, two watery mm. fingers <laughs> pointing to her eyes is, and back at you.
1: Is the near Siamese fighting fish, the Japanese fighting fish, is it angry? Is it, like, fish hissing?
0: Uh, I mean, it's, it's, is she's that a weird emotional
1: kind of tell.
0: Sure. Just for the sake of rule of cool, the Siamese fighting fish have got these beautiful, long, almost like ribbon like tails. As the fish floats its ribbon like tail up to its eyes and just points from inside her head towards you, like the fish using its tail as an arm, it just points at you. The fish is watching you too.
2: Can I take both my fingers and my nipples in that general direction? It's like and then and then pointing my fingers at them, like to do the kind of what they were doing to me, but in a in a cooler way.
0: Uh yeah, sure. Make me an intimidation check.
3: Sure. I was about to say if 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 he was trying to flirt, it probably wouldn't be intimidation. And then I was like, actually it's on it's definitely intimidation. It's Arch It's definitely intimidation. <laughs>
2: didn't know what you mean. Uh eighteen. Consider her 18. intimidated.
0: You see <laughs> well, I
1: didn't her eye twitch.
0: As she pops the leather catch on the holster for her flintlock pistol, as she stares at you for a bit, sighs, shakes her head, and just walks off down the quayside, leaving you rubbing your nipples at distance. Pretty sure that's called harassment in some circles.
2: Ah,
1: changing.
0: Right, what are you all doing? Do you make your way to the quayside now that you've got two barrels of oil? Can you mark off the 400 gold pieces, please, Tati? Hanash, I presume you've marked off the money for... Yeah, your trinkets and uh your magic scissors, which are so cool when we get to them.
3: I'll head to the marketplace
0: and meet these guys. As you all make it to the marketplace, you make it to... Now, now ice is not really something you're going to come by out here, but you do have beds of salt, and you see there's a squid. Big squid. Like, end to end, the squid's maybe five foot um, from top to bottom of tentacles to top of head. Um, it's got a vicious looking beak on it as it's just lying sideways on a bed of ice no not ice on a bed of salt in the bazaar
2: does the squid have an owner or is the squid like like scuttle is it like a sentient talking squid
0: well no it's just lying on a pe- <laughs> the squid isn't the shopkeeper that would be a whole other story <laughs> like if you went to milka <laughs>
2: Well, I don't, I don't want to, you know, go past any boundaries. You have a
3: thriving fishing business, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you,
0: you, you go up to the the fishmonger, um, who is a ah, it's like a tabaxi lady, but she's really got the mange, like bits of her fur are missing. She looks a little bit like a ginger tabby cat uh, from the wrong side of the tracks. Like she's just got like a few kind of patches where her fur's worn out from repeated rubbing, um, not in a sexy way, in a kind of itchy way,
1: in a mangy way.
0: Yeah, in a mangy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As she's like, "Hello, love. What I do you for? Got some fresh mackerel. Do you like a spackle? Trey a spackle.
2: Okay. <laughs> Take the spackle."
0: <laughs> yeah, so you take a tray of spackle and just hold on to it for a while. She, She's like, right, what can I do you for?
2: Um, in addition to the spackle, could I please get
0: some squid ink? Well, I mean, I've got the squid. You could buy the squid and then what you do with it is up to you. I'd, I'd really prefer if you could
2: get the ink for me. I'm willing to pay... um like, you know, hot, maybe half-fresh for the squid, because, you know, you can still sell the squid then, but I, I just get the ink. I don't need the squid. I don't want the
0: squid. Please just give me the ink. She goes, I've got very sensitive skin. As you look down at the sort of tufty-dowdy fur, which is missing, and she's like, I can't. Squid, I'm allergic. So you're going to have to do it yourself. i tell you what, if you... How did you acquire this squid? She looks over at the sea, the ocean, the marina around her, <laughs> the azure waters. She's like... Is that a trick question? (laughs) 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 Um, Okay. Um, Three gold pieces. I'll tell you how you get the ink yourself. How does that sound?
2: (sighs) It doesn't sound great, but I appreciate your time. Um, Okay, Let's, let's do this.
0: Okay, excellent. As you put down the tray of spackle, roll up your sleeves and walk over to the squid with uh, the fishmonger standing next to you. She's like, all right, you're really going to have to get up in there and tickle the ink gland. So what I'm going to need you to do
3: when you're ready.
2: This sounds like a tidy job. Tati loves, like, filling up animals.
3: Absolutely not. Uh, I'll point out as well that... <laughs> From the moment that AJ mentioned squid ink, I knew that this was where we were going to end up. <laughs> I, knew that, I knew that at some point AJ would say something so white manish like tickle the ink gland.
1: Is it dead? This is a valid question. Is it a dead? They can live outside the water for, for a limited time.
3: Make me a person. Who's making, who's doing this?
1: I, I'm scared
3: what goes on in your mind. I'm doing nothing. I'm just stood back watching this.
2: Uh, I could be dead alive. I don't mind. So I'm just gonna. Right, I say, Tati, come on, let's let's get going. You can be my my Sue Inca or whatever.
3: I'm nowhere near that fucking. I'm going nowhere, near that, squid. I'm going nowhere <laughs> near that interesting fucking. Interesting
0: reference there, my Sue Inca. Tati, are you helping?
3: No, no, no. I'm fully letting Hanash do this one. Okay, can, okay. Can, someone, can, can someone sing in, the,
2: in a soothing voice to, to calm the squid?
1: Ave
0: Maria. <laughs> okay, so she's like, what you want to do? See those tentacles? Pick up one of the tentacles and part them.
2: Okay, I pick it up and
0: I gent- gently part them. Do you see down there? Do you see the more of the squid? The squid lips? You're going to have to slide through the squid lips.
1: Squids have beaks.
0: It's my fantasy universe. You're going to need... Do you see... It's got ovaries as well. Do you see the lips on the squid beak? Fine. I'm going to need you to just slide in. So part the beak. Get one hand and part the beak. Slide in. All right, good. Now then. Right. Feeling up. Keep on sliding up. You're going to reach a juncture. Is
3: this a this thing for you? This is horrible. What are this you doing? Is this a thing with? for you, AJ? Do you, do you, do you like to, do you like to <laughs> weird. describe weird weird acts with animals?
0: <laughs> no, no, this fine. Is weird. She's like, what do you feel? Describe it to me.
1: No. Dirty.
3: <laughs> Bestiality. Bestiality. <laughs> Illegal. Illegal. Going <laughs> to
2: jail. Desc- describe it. Uh, it feels oddly like sandpaper.
0: Oh yeah! All right, that's the squid's tongue. Not a problem. All right, slide past the sandpaper. Right, I need you to make me an animal handling check at this point.
1: Literally, you are handling the inside of this animal.
0: <laughs> Unsubscribe.
1: Oh, this is horrible. Fourteen. I
3: want to do a shot.
0: Fourteen. Oh, wow. The squid, just you see the tentacles lift up as two tentacles just slide over each shoulder as the eye on the squid opens and stares at you. As you push deeper in, you see the eye twitch. And she's like, you're going to feel three gelatinous sacks. What I need you to do is slide your hand between the two left-hand sacks and you're going to feel some little nodules, which about the size of some Brussels sprouts, all right? Now then, I need you to count down the little nodules till you get to the third one down. Squeeze them between your index finger
3: and your thumb
0: and gently milk them. All right. Can you do that for me?
3: Okay. AJ, why does it look Make- like the. Wait. AJ, wait. AJ, why does it look like the. Why does it look like your camera is going off balance? Why does it look like your desk is raising underneath you? Yeah, it's
0: weird, isn't it? Yeah. Look, do you want to see my trousers? Um, so, um, um. Yeah, make me a sleight of hand check.
2: God, I feel like I'm going to
0: be sick. (laughs) Uh, Uh, 17. 17. You expertly milk the ink gland on a giant squid as you squeeze the eye twitching. You see the eye go from, like, Wide to a tiny little point of black as two beams of black ink squirt out of two holes just above the beak, splashing off your cheek. As you squeeze again, you're now, you're now playing the squid like, like an inky bagpipe. Have you got like a vial or a container?
2: Yeah, I got a vial from the doctor, so I put it into the vial.
0: Yeah, very gently with your hand, squeezing the little nubbin of the ink gland. You squeeze and you squeeze as uh, a bit like pumping a soap dispenser you slowly fill up the vial as you look the squid in the eye as you're finished um you slowly withdraw your hand is there anything you wish to do
1: throw yourself into the sea
2: go back in time to a a simpler (laughs) time uh maybe maybe I shouldn't have mocked G- Giuseppe too, too as much and maybe I wouldn't have got such abuse. G- <laughs> his name was Giuseppe.
0: <laughs> his name is not fucking Geppetto, alright? His name was Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> alright. He didn't whittle his child out of a block of wood. Like, doesn't have a man- when when he was doing dental surgery on me, there wasn't a little fucking cricket sitting on his shoulder acting as his conscience. All
2: right? Do you have do you have wooden teeth in place there?
0: Yes, absolutely. I've got so much wood right now. Right. So, taking your hand
3: out of the squid, you look down... The balls on AJ to act pissed off after what he's just (laughs) done to Raggy and all of us.
1: I I am not okay with this. What? The squid's Uh...
0: fine. As you look down, the squid just winks at you, (laughs) splatting back down onto the bed of salt. You look down at your arm. From fingertips up to your forearm, you're just covered in, like, a weird, opaque kind of pink jelly from inside the squid. As you look down in your slippery fingers, you have a vial of black squidding. Straight
3: to jail. Straight to jail.
1: Not playing anymore. Unsubscribe. No.
3: This is bad.
1: No. This is horrible.
3: I vomit and then I die. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Tati decides to go get therapy. Hang on a minute. Maud, can't you speak to animals? Quits the adventuring lie. Uh,
0: Maud,
1: Maud, you can speak to animals. Don't you fucking drag me into this shit. I can No way.
3: That's nope. worse than victim blaming.
1: Nope. Unsubscribe.
0: Maud, Maud you, you can sense that the squid is happy. The squid was down with it.
3: No. No. Bad. Bad, bad, bad.
0: You just hear a little squid voice in your mind's eye as whatever, a druid.
1: Whatever weird little Japanese porno is going on here, I'm not what? interested. It's fine.
0: This isn't a Studio Ghibli film. You just feel the spirit of the squid as it's like, it's okay, my friend. No. I'm okay. No, You're unsubscribe. Okay. I'm
1: okay. Unsubscribe.
2: How do I fail the Death Saving Pro? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. What's happening right now? Currently, you've got a vial of squid ink. You still need a vial of mercury, the
3: underwear of currently, a virgin and a live currently chicken. We're
1: being investigated by the, by the police somewhere in Yorkshire. Yeah. Whatever happening. the,
3: whatever the animal version of Operation U-tree is, we just got ourselves <laughs> on a list. As you look over, you see now for the first
0: time that whilst you've been doing this, Silky, the security, they're kind of like the hired security for. The Maritopia, Silky, the Water Genocide has just been standing watching you as you put down the squid and pick up the
3: the vial. Can I um, walk over to Silky um, and say, "Oh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I caught you." Um, funny question. I don't suppose you're a virgin. Oh, Make me a persuasion check. Let's see which of my dice feels feels the most cursed. Oh, dear God. Blaying them out. Okay, we'll go with the new one. Bad. Uh Eleven? She looks at you
0: dead in the face. She's like, do I look like a virgin? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I mean, you got to ask, and we're kind of on a clock. I told you when you came here, I told you not to make waves. I told you as long as you behaved yourselves. We are. Running around looking for virgins is not behaving yourself
3: to be to be immediately clear uh we asked uh the doctor cl- climp climp cl- climp clump krem cremer um <laughs> to cure she's like, that's just racist to cure two of our friends of a serious disease and he said he wanted uh the underwear of a virgin so um among other things it wasn't just that she laid so, she lays her watery hand on you she's like
0: you didn't declare you had contagious diseases when you came on this ship. When you came Nothing aboard, contagious.
1: it's not contagious. It's a disease. I don't have the clap, and nobody asked us.
0: Yeah, what did you want me to do? Swab your mouth? Mm. No, just out no. the fuck out. You could have asked though. Make me a group persuasion
1: check. Oh. Are
2: gonna see this?
0: All three of you number. need to make me a persuasion check and we will see whether the majority wins. It's gonna be best two out of three.
1: I've got plus five for persuasion. I've got a sixteen.
0: I got a twenty five.
1: Oh, we'll go with that lad.
0: That covers it. It doesn't really matter. She looks at you for a while. You can genuinely see that she was weighing up, chucking you all in in the brig. And she's like, listen, just be on your way. Be on your way. Just do what you need to do. Trade, alright? Just don't give anyone some nasty rash. Alright? Can I ask that much of you? Yes, yeah. ma'am.
3: Absolutely. All right. Good.
1: Can I ask when she uh, when she lived in, in North London?
3: Um actually before I leave her, I'm gonna say so really, no questions about the doctor that was asking for asking for virgin underwear. She looks at you, she's like
1: Problematic.
0: We live in a stranded ocean city we have one good doctor we don't ask questions do i look like a medical practitioner i don't mind you look like a fishbowl she is so close to slapping you she's like you are riding your luck little one every day as she's saying that you basically hear a scream going up from one of the mothers on the side as she's like My Charlie! My Charlie! As everyone starts, like, spinning around, as you hear a bell going ding, 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 like, loudly, as people start running around, as she's like, oh, boy, here we go. As you see some of the kids who've been playing in the water, one of them has been snatched away by, well, you can't see what. It's been dragged under the water, and you see a a pool of blood appearing on the water, as you hear Silky say, looks like we got ourselves a bull shark.
3: Are we allowed to help? Or are we going to be accused of making too many waves and being alcoholics?
0: You want to help? It would go a long way towards buying some goodwill. All right. There is a particularly vicious bull shark that comes and preys on people here. If you were to see your way fit... Maybe.
1: Maybe the bull shark was just hungry.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe we should just dip children in the water. It's totally up to you. We've been plagued by this bull shark. Some say it's cursed. Some say if you stand when the full moon's out, you can see the moonlight. Nah, there's not even a fucking story behind it. I'm just kidding. It's a bull shark. It literally just eats more children. If you, It's up to you.
2: I look towards the bull shark, I look towards the scissors, I'm like, I've got this, guys.
0: <laughs> snip, snip. <laughs> All right, and that's where we're going to leave this week's episode. I like this, this has left moored on a moral quandary. Do you leave the bull shark because it's just a bull shark? Or is the fact that it's eating small children in a marine colony a bad thing?
3: Yes, that is the moral quandary of this episode. It is. I've told you. The squid was perfectly down with it. It's not, it's
1: not flipping off a, a, a squid, a live squid. Oh, it's just so grim.
0: Hanash enjoyed it. Look at him.
2: He, Hanash did not enjoy it. Hanash, Hanash wants to die.
0: Come on.
2: He, he, he's going to this bull shark and he's just going to fall
1: have, into the I world. have very real ethical concerns.
3: You need to take a long, hard look at yourself, AJ. Because that was that was. I don't shave anymore, Chris. I don't need to look
0: at myself in the mirror. I brush my teeth on the toilet you these
3: days. You should. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Um...
0: I don't know. Like genuinely, Mister Rag goes away for two weeks. I just I put together these beautiful narrative fantasy yarns for you.
2: I, is this payback?
0: <laughs> what I say is, Chris Rag said, "Could someone help me?" Nobody came to his rescue. Mr. Neil refused to part the beak of a squid and help him. I reckon if two of you went at it, you might have been able to...
3: Do you remember what happened last time? I helped out with, uh, 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 shall we say, uh, servicing the needs of an animal. Yeah, I remember the little, lots of things. The little, the little glint in your eye that you got, I was going nowhere fucking near it. No, oh, come on. Do you know, th-
0: these moments He's live rent-free deviant. in my head. Do you know how long I dream up these moments and I have to, like, keep them to myself, giggling? You shouldn't keep them to yourself. You should, no! you should tell them you to should your therapist.
1: Freezing! Do
0: you know yeah. how much my therapy bill is? If I told my fucking therapist that I got, you know, some good friends to milk a squid, like, it. do you know, my favourite bit was when I asked Mr. Rag what it felt like, and he actually had to, like, visit his own trauma. I was really proud of you for saying it felt like sandpaper. I thought that was really, really good, like, that was. I'm going to give you extra XP for that. Can
1: I just tell you, we were going to have dinner tonight.
0: All right, listeners, if that was too much for you, genuinely get in the comments. Like, honestly, I, 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 I say to thee, I say to thee, get in the comments and let us know if that's too much. And if next you're still week, here,
1: we'll, at this point, well done. <laughs> all right. I don't
0: know why everyone always gangs up on me. Just, just,
2: just. Could you make me look squids?
0: Eh, you did it you want to be cured of vampirism what do you think you're just going to walk into the clap clinic slap a coin down on the table and they're just going to give you a little prick in the ass? no that's not how you get cured of um vampirism
2: honestly i was 50 50 whether i was like do i just become a vampire
0: <laughs> maybe you should do <laughs> it's
2: worth it <laughs> well, well now i'm in too deep now
0: you've been rolling you're lucky your rolls have been high like, it worked out well for you thus far. But yeah, I tell you what, if some of those roles go a little bit iffy. You might well become a vampire one Oof. day, my friend. Right, there you go. I mean, you know, it's clear. I, I looked at the Lady Bird book of witchcraft and vampirism.
1: You might be searching for other sea creatures with other parts of your anatomy. That's what you might be doing if you roll lower.
3: Here's the natural progression. So the, so to milk a cow. Uh, that's obvious, um, Raggy had to had to get the ink out of a squid. So we've already done land and aquatic creatures. So the next thing is going to be like a bird.
0: Oh, fuck me. Who wants to wank off a goose? Genuinely. Like, let's get some... No? Okay. Too far.
2: Keep them girls away from me, motherfucker.
0: No, seriously. I, I went down the markets. I spoke to all the fishermen and I said, you know, what would it be like? You know, like I genuinely, I'm like Daniel Day-Lewis. I went full method. Uh, I went in and amongst the fish people to find out, and this is this is uh, you. You are living the fruits of my narrative labors, right? I'm saying I'm losing you all, right? There you go. So all it's going to take to cure vampirism: a live chicken, the underwear of a virgin, a vial of mercury, and some squid ink. Pretty good. Well, I feel like our work here is done. I'm not sure there's anything else we can achieve this week. I think I have disgusted the players enough, starting to worry they're not going to come back next week. But hey, listeners, before we let you go, we just want to say a massive thank you for staying with us and tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Now, seeing as you've survived this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again? Better yet, if you're feeling salty, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations go a long way towards, well, keeping me in check, I guess. You know, I, I need feedback, listeners. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep on crossing the line of common decency. If you fancy chatting to us, you can find us all over the place. You can leave us a message on wwwadventurers anonymouscom You can find us on Twitter still. We're at adventurers A-N-O number one. You can come chat
3: to Mr. Neil on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle, Mr. Neil? Adventurers underscore anonymous underscore podcast. I will be running a I'll be running I'll be running a live support group for anyone that's been affected <laughs> by this week's this week's episode or any of the preceding episodes as well. Uh the the doctor is in.
0: Wow. The doctor is in the house. Yeah, no, come see Mr. Neil if you want to talk about anything. I don't want to talk about any of this anymore. I'm drawing a line under it. Right. Uh, so that just leaves time to say a massive goodbye from the milker himself, the squid milker. It is Mr. Chris Ragg.
2: <sighs> but bye. Bye. <laughs> It'll
0: be another two weeks before we see him, listeners. It's <laughs> a massive goodbye from... The lady who pretends to act as my conscience, Miss Chanel Williams.
1: I I I am out. Bye.
0: Really? Is that it? Is this the end of the line? It's going to be the end of the line, listeners.
3: We'll miss you.
1: Yeah, thanks. Good luck. And
0: it's a massive goodbye from the man who pretends he's not into it, but secretly he is. It's Mr. Chris Neal.
3: I don't know what it is, but but, uh, AJ's got it and he should really go to the clinic.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught it off a tray of spackle.
2: On Chris's whiteboard, there's just like a picture of a squid and like, loads of arrows to like...
1: The- <laughs> <laughs> no! That's
2: not what the whiteboard is for!
0: Milk, milking a squid was Chris's idea, Rag. Like, he, he, he claims it wasn't, but...
2: I, I can see the diagram.
0: Yeah. He's got a real foot fetish, and no one has more feet than a squid. Right,
3: there you go. That's, just That's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> the way sign I, off. I, I genuinely think like at least twenty minutes of this episode we need to we need to just we need to just remove but quotes I, that need to stay be in... Left,
1: he's gonna be left with the intro and then us <laughs> saying goodbye. That's what he's gonna be left with.
3: Quotes that need to stay in is if you've got a foot fetish who's got more feet than a squid. <laughs> That's true, maybe a spider.
0: Um, Right, listeners, we've covered off some very important things. Uh, We've covered off um, child labour. We've covered off um, squid abuse. And we're also going to look at the welfare of animals next week because there's a real quandary there. Chanel might need to step in and talk about the welfare of... She fucking um, will not
1: step in. She will not be here to step in. She is not complicit in any
0: of this okay fair enough right god right she is out listeners this is it listeners i think there may be a coup going on there may not be a next episode i feel like the plebeians have risen up and they're chasing me out of town with with flaming pitchforks this could be the end of the line listeners (laughs) right with any luck i'll still be dm next week and we'll still be here now remember my friends whatever you get up to I don't even know. I've lost for words. You I've don't really, have really to go home, me. but you can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With any luck, listeners, we'll see you back here next week for more Adventurers. <laughs> but in the meantime, remember,
3: stay tipsy! Hey,
2: thank you. Stay safe.
3: Stay safe. Stay, stay safe.
2: Don't get slippery with squids.
0: Yeah.
3: Don't get slippery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the end. That's it go home, it's over, piss off.